up, everybody? Welcome to the rehab room, the place where we talk about all things life from the middle of the journey. I'm your host, Therese Johnson, and I am glad to be back with you all for another episode. If this is your first time here, thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope that you stick around for a while, which I know you will because this is a pretty dope podcast. If I do say so myself, make sure that you subscribe so that you never miss a new upload from me. And also, if all of you, whether you are new or returning, could make sure that you rate this podcast on whatever platform that you're listening from, that would be amazing as well. I want to thank you guys so much for joining me here today. I know this episode is late. I apologize, y'all. I'm not going to make any excuses, but what I am going to do is refer to what I told y'all from the very beginning that I am navigating a lot of middles, okay? My schedule is really picking up with school. Not that my classes have changed or anything, but the workload is definitely heavier. I don't know, for whatever reason, these last couple of weeks, especially since my birthday, I've just kind of been off my rhythm and I have all these papers due, all this homework to do. I got a project due. Plus I got I gotta be a mama, I gotta be a wife, I gotta go to church, I gotta be serving ministry, I gotta do a whole lot of stuff. And honestly, y'all, I've been exhausted, okay? I have been tired for the last few weeks, but nevertheless, I am back to wrap up this series that we have been in. If you have listened to the previous episodes, then you know that we are in the final part of our self-reflection series called the self-series. And we have been reflecting on how we think about ourselves we started with how we think about ourselves we ventured into how we speak about ourselves and in today's episode we're going to tie this all up with how we view ourselves i actually love the topic of self-perception because this is an area that i feel like i've done the most work in and have seen the most growth in so i'm really excited to start this episode with you all today so without any further ado let's get into so like i said this is an area that i feel like i've done the most work in because honestly i have not always had a healthy view of myself and this isn't just pertaining to how i see myself in the mirror how i see my physical appearance but i haven't always seen myself in a healthy view as a whole For majority of my life, and I know a lot of you can relate to this, especially as a child, I always saw myself as good, but not good enough. It was kind of like I saw myself as less than in comparison to other people. And a lot of what we've talked about in these last few episodes really is um, wrapped in comparison, which is why that's something that we have to constantly deal with. Um, But As far as how I used to view myself, I always felt like I was smart, but I wasn't smart enough, right? I was pretty, but I wasn't pretty enough. I was talented, but I wasn't talented enough. And as I was thinking about this episode, it took me back to my childhood growing up in in church. And I remember there was a season where all of the young people, well, not all, a lot of the young people at church, um, particularly the ones that I hung with, they were music. They were musicians, and we all sang in a choir. You know, um, some of the boys played drums and different things like that. But there was a season where all of us 
were trying to play some type of instrument. I remember I played the clarinet. There was another person that played the trumpet. We had somebody play the saxophone, but he could also play the drums and also play the keyboard. There were people that were playing guitars and all these things. And at one point we had like this little band, but for some reason I didn't stick to it because I just felt like they were all so much more talented than I was. And my passion wasn't ever the clarinet. My passion really was um, playing the piano because my mother, she uh, she's an organist, a piano player. And I, I just really loved playing the keyboard. And as much as I loved it, I just did not feel like I was as good. And I remember... Um, having to play during, I believe it was one of our Christmas programs or uh, some type of concert that we had. And I got to play on this song, but I was so nervous because I felt like I just wasn't that good. Even though people will always tell me, you know, you sound good, blah, blah, blah. It's never about what people tell you, y'all. It's about what you believe about yourself. And I, for whatever reason, just felt like, Everybody else was just better than me. And even as we aged and became teenagers and a lot of the boys, they like they perfected their gifts. Like the my friend, he played the saxophone and he was the bomb at that. He played the organ and he was amazing at that. He played the drums and dude could play like everything that he touched. He could kill. But I just never made it there. And I remember even as an adult feeling like, man, if I could have just stuck with it, if I could have just gotten past how I felt or how I saw myself, then maybe I wouldn't be a 35 year old still wanting a keyboard for Christmas so that I can learn how to play, you know, or be better at it because I can play. But, you know, I just I don't know. That's an area that's the example that came to my mind as far as, you know, my view of myself. I constantly viewed myself as less than. I just, I was talented, but I wasn't talented enough. And what I've come to learn in my journey of healing is that I was viewing myself through broken lenses. Instead of seeing what was right and what was good about myself, all I could ever see was what was wrong, what was lacking, and what wasn't enough. I had really unhealthy self-perception. And so I want to give you the definition. It's a real simple definition, but self-perception is a really in-depth theory. Um, if you ever get a chance to look into it or look up some TED Talks about it, um, like it's a, it's a really deep psychological theory, but it's, it's really powerful. And so the simple definition that I found is that self-perception is a person's view of themselves and of any mental or physical attribute that makes up the self. So basically it's how you view everything about yourself, your looks, your behaviors, your talents, your attitudes, your your smarts, all of the things. It's how you see the totality of you. And so this viewpoint is, this self-perception is based on how you experience the world around you. And I also want to define perception because I think that's important as well. Perception refers to the process by which people analyze, retrieve, 
and react to any kind of information from the environment. So if we go back to what I talked about with the band at church, how I was perceiving the information around me was that I was not talented because everybody else sounded better than me. So because that's how I experienced my environment, that's how I started to view myself. I hope that made sense. So what, I, what I've come to understand is that nobody is born with unhealthy self-perception. But as we experience life and experience relationships and different things start to happen around us, that is what shapes how we view ourselves. So then the question becomes, what life experiences have played a role in how you see yourself? What has happened in your life that has shaped what you see when you look in the mirror, what you see staring back at you, what have you experienced in your life that has shaped that? And I want to insert this other story. It's actually pretty special. I thought about having her on as a guest, but honestly, y'all, I haven't figured that part out yet. But I had a little interview with my daughter, Trinity, yesterday. And I wanted to know how she felt about herself. As if you all don't know, I have a set of twin girls, Trinity and Chastity, and they are 13 and they are real 13 year olds, y'all like teenage teenagers. Right. And them being twins. um, When I found out I was having twins, one of the biggest things that I wanted to make sure of is that they always had their own identity because, you know, when you have twins, People expect you to be the same as your your twin, whether it's, you know, brother or sister. And my biggest thing was I want them to have their own identity and I want them to just be okay with being them. And so I was talking with Trinity yesterday and I was asking her about how she views herself. And for the most part, she spoke very highly about herself. She sees herself as strong. She sees herself as a leader, pretty, smart and a bunch of other positive things. And I was interested in that because if you would have asked me at 13, my answers would have been very different. And so I asked her if she felt like her family dynamics and how we raised her helped her to have this healthy view of who she is. And she was like, oh yes, absolutely. And she expressed how she always feels the love from me and her dad. And she even mentioned her older brother, our oldest son, and how she would watch him be a leader and be a big brother and how that inspired her to, you know, want to step up and be a leader as well. And then she um, she expressed on the opposite side of that. I asked her if she ever felt less than in comparison to her sister. And I asked her this because I wanted to know if the thing that I was striving for her whole life, if, if I, if I have nailed it thus far, I hope you're following me here. And so I asked her like, do you ever feel less than when, you know, people compare you or do you compare yourself to your sister? And she said, Oh, definitely. And so I'm like, sis, tell me more. So she went on to tell me that for a while she compared their looks and how they dress because they, you know, they have two different styles. And even though they are identical twins, they, you know, they look different to me 
And apparently Trinity also sees the difference. And so she compared, you know, how she looks versus her sister and how sometimes it made her feel like she didn't look as good or she didn't dress as good. And even some things that her friends would say like, oh, you're not this like your sister or you're not that like your sister. And that would kind of make her question, you know, question herself. And I, I, as we talked, I said, so what changed? And she said, you know what? One day I just realized that I'm okay with being me. I'm okay with how I dress because that's how I'm comfortable. I'm okay with how I look because I look pretty too. Like Chaz is pretty, but I'm pretty too. And when I tell y'all I was fighting back tears because what she understood at 13, I learned in my 30s. I learned in my 30s, y'all. Like she understands this at 13 that it's okay for her to be her. It's okay for her to have her own looks and her own style and her own attitudes and her own isms and schisms and to own all of that. And I was thinking after our conversation, like what was so different for her that has shaped her healthy self-perception and versus me being a 13 year old and knowing like I didn't have a healthy self-perception at 13. At 13, I was very broken. At 13, I had experienced a lot of trauma. I had experienced abandonment. I had experienced rejection. I experienced a lot. Um, I grew up in, in poverty. I grew up you know, I I have a story. Let's just put it that way. I have a story and my story is very different than my daughter's. And what I realized in that moment is that the way you experience your environment, it really has a hold on how you see yourself. It really does shape that self-perception. And I realized that it is a powerful thing to be able to recognize that you don't have a healthy self-perception, right? And I, that's that's the point that I'm getting to, is that I was proud that my 13-year-old has a healthy self-perception at, that, at her age, but I was also um, going back and realizing the point of which my self-perception was off. And so from about 13 until really the last few years, I was looking at myself through broken lenses. And I felt like I got to a place where I was no longer satisfied with viewing myself in those lenses. We're talking about self-perception. I want us. I want me. I want you. I want us to love what we see looking back at us in the mirror. I want us to be able to see the winner everybody else sees. I want us to see the amazing mother that everybody else sees. I want us to see the talented person that everybody else sees. And when I realized that I wasn't seeing those things, I decided to change that. I'm a firm believer that Anything I don't like, I can change it, like pretty much anything. I know there are some things that you can't change, but majority of anything that I don't like, I can change that. And so when I came into the realization that my self-perception needed to be healed, I began what I refer to as a womanhood journey. 
And this journey caused me to go and unpack all of the things that were keeping me from seeing who I really was. And when I say unpack, I mean, y'all, I was unpacking some things. And this journey was in connection to a mentorship program that um, I joined back in October of 2020. And it, um, it was a community-based online virtual space. But when I tell y'all, it felt like real life community and it still is real life community. I'm still connected to this um, mentorship community to this day. But starting this journey of really unpacking the trauma and unpacking the things that were keeping me from seeing myself is one of the best things, the one of the best investments that I've made to my own personal self. I gained so much understanding about myself as a woman. Can I just pause there as a woman, not as a mom, not as a wife, but just me, the woman. It was literally months of me pulling back layers, being empowered and me being reintroduced to myself. And the woman that went into that season is not the same woman that came out. The woman that went into that season with broken lenses came out with a brand new set. And I mean, she clearly sees who she is now, y'all. I mean, she sees herself as the gatekeeper of her life. She sees herself as being in the power seat and owning her authority. She's an elevated woman. She's a woman who was built to last. She's strong. She's a boss. Like, I see the amazing person that everybody else sees, but I didn't see that for so long. But you want to know what I also see? I also see a woman who owns her flaws. Because this womanhood journey has not erased everything that is wrong with me, or I won't even call it wrong. This program or this mentorship, this journey didn't erase the flaws. There it is, the flaws, the imperfections. But this journey taught me how to accept those, accept the fact that I am an imperfect person just like everybody else. And those imperfections that used to shine so bright, they don't shine as bright anymore. Why? Because my lenses now see the good because there's a balance. Like sometimes you look back, look in the mirror and you look at yourself and all you see is the bad. You never see the good. But when you learn how to accept the bad and see the good on top of that, then you have a healthy self-perception. The point of this conversation, you guys, as we're wrapping it up, the point of this conversation is not to get you to only see the good, but I want you to accept the imperfections. That is a part of healthy self-perception because both of those parts are what makes you, you. Healthy self-perception self is the goal, not self-perfection because remember, Perfection is an unattainable myth. So on this journey, I haven't learned how to be perfect, but I've learned how to own my imperfections. I've learned that I may not be able to cook as good as such and such, but I can cook. I may not be able to do a podcast like such and such, but I'm pretty good at it. I may not be as skinny, you know, as so-and-so. 
but I'm pretty okay with what I see. Like it's, it's learning how to own, learning how to love and learning how to accept what is looking back at you in the mirror. That's what self-perception is about. Healthy self-perception that is. Well, y'all, I hope that that episode made sense to you. I really just wanted to introduce the topic of self-perception because, like I said, honestly, it's something that requires a much deeper dive than what I, you know, want to give here in this space because it can get it can get pretty deep. But the goal was to tie it all together. We have explored how we think about ourselves. We have explored the words that we speak about ourselves. And we have landed here with some self-reflection on how we see ourselves. And I know that this has has caused different reactions across the board. You know, not everybody deals with, you know, negative viewpoints of themselves or, you know, not everybody has a habit of speaking negatively about themselves or thinking negatively. I understand that. But this was to just cause us to reflect about our viewpoint of ourselves. And I felt like it was important because as we are processing, as we are learning new things, as we are accepting new challenges, as we are exploring new career paths, it is vital that we have healthy thinking, healthy speaking, and healthy self-perception. Because if we don't, we will always feel like in comparison to the next person, we're not good enough, so we shouldn't even try. That was the real goal in this series is to encourage you to deal with the areas that may need some healing so that you can keep navigating through your process. We're still talking about process. We're still talking about navigating our middles. And I just really wanted us to be aware, aware of how we think, aware of how we speak and aware of how we view ourselves and what I'm encouraging you to do as we you know move on to the next thing is to really just start some start or continue because you should already be doing this continue with the self-reflection and to further that I want you to start a self-reflection journal and just start having an honest conversation with yourself about how you see you You know, just having that honest conversation with you and really facing that. And that may lead some of us to prayer. It may lead us to presenting these thoughts and these ideas to God and asking him to reshape your view of yourself, asking him to remind you of who we are. You know, we talked about that a few episodes that when you don't have a healthy thought pattern or healthy ways of speaking about yourself you can always go to the word of God and find healthy attributes about who you are because you know the Bible has a lot to say about who we are you know if that's what you ascribe to we're believers over here I'm always going to talk about the Bible but I understand not everybody are believers but if you are you can always find some healthy thoughts and healthy words you know in the Bible that's what I'm trying to say (laughs) it may even lead some of you to therapy I know for me, before I joined this mentorship program, I really started the unpacking in therapy. And I was able to see some things that I had kind of hidden away and, you know, really start to deal with those things. And then this this community really pushed that beyond. But, you know, this self-reflection series 
However it leads you, where I hope you end up is at healing. Where I hope you end up is having a healthy and a whole view of who you are. I want you to understand that it takes work to get there. I want you to understand that it takes facing the hard things. I want you to understand that it may take dealing with the trauma, dealing with the things that you don't want to touch. But at the end of it, it's going to lead you to not just being healed, but also being whole. And you deserve a whole you. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. I got to go pick up my daughter from school. (laughs) That's all I have for you guys this week. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Again, I apologize for this episode being late. I'm really going to try to get back on my schedule. Y'all just keep praying for me. I hope this series has blessed you in some way. If it has, please make sure that you leave me some feedback. If you are not already doing so, make sure that you follow me on Instagram at the rehab room with an underscore at the end or on Facebook at my name, Therese Johnson. Y'all, we are almost to the end of this season, this first season in the rehab room. I got a couple of ideas for some episodes to end us out. I am going to be doing a listener questions episode soon. So if you're following me on social media, be on the lookout for a post where you can post your questions or you can inbox me. They can be, you know, any questions that you want to ask you know as long as they appropriate y'all whatever you want to ask um i do want to do a listener question episode so be on the lookout for that post and that is all i love you all so much and i will see you again soon in the rehab room bye